damn spice. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Monday to you and yours. It's 5.33, happy Monday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning, buddy. How the heck you doing over there, pal? I'm doing great, man. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. All filled up on some local cuisine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I checked out the, uh, the Hamilton Night Markets. Uh, it was a weekend-long event there at, uh, at Bayfront Park on Saturday. It's fun. So, hold on. But didn't you tell me that you were there, like, in the afternoon? Yeah, I was there at, like, 1 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> they still call it the Hamilton Night Market? Yeah, on Saturday they were open from, like, noon to midnight. So, I guess yeah. you do have the option of going oh, okay. at night. Okay, fair But uh, we went uh, in the early afternoon. It was fun. It was, uh, yeah, Bayfront Park just uh, in the field. Kind of across from the boat launch, uh, saw a couple members of Hits Nation there. Hell yeah! Uh, one guy came up and said, "Are you Carl?" Just as I was able to drop some tuna on my shirt, which was great. Oh. <laughs> it was just outstanding timing when you absolutely want to look your coolest. Did he? Is it because you startle very easily? So. I do startle. Yeah. Did he startle you? <laughs> I just, you're just not expecting to be. Oh, know, look at that. He's sit, like, you know what? Sitting there in my Chris Hero shirt, eating tuna with my He's wife. In a, trying to be chivalrous, but yes, yeah. he absolutely spooked you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Man, I spooked Carl. Like, I could just walk in the same room. He's like, what the hell? When did you Jeez. get here? Announce yourself. <laughs> Carl's on a, at a 12. No, because <laughs> if I announce myself, you'd be like, what are you doing? Quieter. Stop it. Just dip a toe in. Carl slowly. is at a 12 in all moments. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, but it, was, it was fun. It was just yeah. like, it, but it was like Saturday was extraordinarily hot. God, and it was, hot, it was yeah. right by the water. And <laughs> no fault of the organizers. It's just nature. But I'm not sure I've seen a higher concentration of bees anywhere. Oh, like life. hornets and stuff? There was like several stands that were doing these like, I don't know, like exotic teas and juices that required like large chunks of fruit to be cut up and yeah. dropped into them. And the bees were just having a field day. Oh, really? So it's like I saw it. There was one guy standing there. And he's just got a huge cutting board of like melons and lemons and all this stuff in front of him. And he's just chopping away. And there are, and I'm not exaggerating, 30 bees just like landing on him at points. And he's just like oh. trying to be zen as he's like cutting through all this fruit. But it oh. was, it, that that part was a little, t- yeah. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Was that him? It was pretty close. Actually, he was very calm. If he reacted like that, it would have been it would have been a lot worse. But it was good. I had a had some grilled squid tentacle. I had a, squid tentacle. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, fancy! Yeah, tried a few different things. Squid tentacle tuna. Did you eat exclusively food that comes out of the ocean? Or? <laughs> did eat a lot of seafood actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did focus on the seafood. <laughs> Anything else? Or? Uh, yeah, was, there's some Korean fried chicken. Um, there was like a noodle dish we tried. We got one of the fruit juices. Yeah, it was fun. We walked around for an hour. Brought Walt. It was something to do on a Saturday. Oh, Walt went and hung out too. Yeah, we brought Walt. Yep. Is he a squid boy? Did he try any other squid? I didn't try any squids. No, no. I was holding that off for him. You don't know if he has a shellfish allergy, I right? just have no idea what they painted it with, so I just <laughs> didn't give him any. <laughs> Man, I, yeah, I guess if you're being like, if you get a hornets all around you and your whole mm-hmm. day is cutting fruit, 
I guess you have no choice but to just you act just have zen, to right? chill. Yeah, you just have to totally chill. I'd be in panic mode. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. Yeah, I was kind of panicking watching it, so I just walked yeah, away. I I mean, there's nothing I can do to help. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird scene in a movie that is. It is. Is it, is it Wicker Man? I think it was? Yeah, it's yeah. the one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's kick this show off. Monday morning, think of the day coming up. System of a down, toxicity. It's the Sober and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Sober and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM 541. Let's uh, let's get going here with our dink of the day, Mr. Brown. Where are we off to? You know what? Hmm? We're going to go to Cookville, Tennessee. Cookville. With a story that involves a radio DJ. Oh, right on. Tyson Gilbert. Sounds like an MMA fighter. Sounds like a backup quarterback. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Third string. Tyson Gilbert. Uh, He was being chased by police. Led police on a high-speed chase. He was in a Honda Accord. During the chase, Tyson Gilbert was listening to a radio station. It does not say which radio station. Oh. It does not. But... Somebody on the radio station made a comment, which caused Tyson Gilbert to do something excessively weird, horrifying, okay. and awful. What do you got? You want to guess, or is there anything you can even come up with? Uh, I mean, he's already in a police chase, so I'm not sure what else a comment on a radio station could have convinced him to do. Well, he cut off his penis. While driving? While driving. Almost impressive. And threw it out the window. To distract him? To distract the police. <laughs> did it throw him off the chase? It did not. Uh-huh. Uh, police eventually say. used spike strips to slow him down and arrest the man. Yeah. When asked what and why he was doing, he said he was listening to the radio and a man on the radio had made a comment about cutting off one's penis. Mm-hmm. And so he decided, well, maybe this will be a great distraction. This will be the time. And decided time. to try it. To no avail again. Hmm. Uh, he was arrested, the man, um, and they were not able to save his. Oh! Dickless in Cookville. <laughs> Tough way to find yourself. <laughs> he used to be our dink of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Do we give any of it? Like now, as radio DJs, yeah, we we can't be held. Fully responsible for everything we say. You'd be shocked at what we are held responsible well, for. Well, some yeah. people really try to, yes. Yeah. Now, you can't be too egregious and, and insane as an announcer, but... Not anymore. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, making a joke about cutting off your genitals. And then somebody, you know, it's not like he called the guy out by name. No. And say, Do you take any responsibility for that? It, no, it wasn't advice. He was like, hey, you know, like he, he heard a radio break and decided that it was the greatest distraction in the world. Yeah. What do you do? He I, could have thrown anything out that window. Uh, do you think, it, like, looking back, do you think the radio, do you just like, I should have made a joke about cutting off your finger. That might have been better. Yeah, that, maybe. That might have been better. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I'm, I'm just going to go on record right now and say, anybody listening, Yeah. if I make a joke 
about cutting off one's penis at while any you're moment. in a car chase. Yeah, in while any, you're in a car chase. I'm going to even widen the spectrum and say at any moment, I do not want you to actually do it. Okay, that's that's like now that's that's out that's, there in the universe. That's the Matt Soper guarantee. <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. Text messenger said, "Matt, thank you. I was just about to cut my penis off. Oh, Hearing your a- words inspired me." <laughs> that's another penis saved, Carl. Just hold on for one more day. Oh, you know I love a Wilson Phillips reference. <laughs> Aggressively penis. You know I love it when you do that. Uh, hey, we need to talk about this story that actually dropped back in June. And oh, yes. if you remember, in Hamilton, a monitor lizard escaped from a local reptile zoo. Yeah, Little Ray is the name of yeah. the place, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a monitor lizard escaped. And it was funny for a few different reasons. Obviously, you want the lizard to be okay. But yeah. it was around the time that Godzilla and Kong had hit like to the on-demand yeah. um, uh, part of Because the movie theaters weren't open. So the on-demand part of TV. So that, was, that had happened. Uh, the, the, mon- the giant monitor lizard in Thailand that was like... Oh, the one that was in that like bodega or whatever yeah. that was up on top of the shelves, just wrecking house. Yeah, that had just went That's viral, right. and then this this giant monitor lizard had yeah. escaped the zoo. It was a big lizard month in June. Well, we have an update <laughs> to this story. Uh, Marker is the name of the lizard. Okay, he's a three year old, three foot Nile monitor lizard. He <laughs> was reporting reporting missing. They, ha- I remember they had they had little posters up. Shelby talked about it in the news. And we're like, man, that's, you know, if he's out of there, that's, it's going to be tough. Well, and they said the, the door was open, but we yeah. have no clue, like, where he could be. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they, they run. They hide, right? It's mm-hmm. not like he's just going to be out strolling around. Some good news this weekend. Some good news from Little Ray's as Marker was seen running back through a hole that he had been hiding in <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> So he had been in the premises yeah. the whole time. There was a three-inch gap underneath the front desk, uh, one that they did not think the lizard would fit through. Apparently he did. That's incredible. And he's gone back through there. You always have to watch there. out for the big daddy. They had to physically take the desk apart to, to get him out from underneath, but he's been there the entire time. And because it's a cold-blooded animal... They don't need a ton to survive. I was just going to ask. I was like, does they, they need op- to eat? They can operate at a really, really low. Uh, they slow their hearts rate down and really, stuff. Eh? Like, like, the, like larger snakes will have like one huge meal maybe for up to eight weeks, ten weeks, sometimes three months and survive off that. Oh, I'd say I didn't know that. their hearts don't race. They don't use as much energy as cold-blooded animals. So yeah. he was able to just hide under the desk for... Three-ish months. That is crazy. <laughs> been there the whole time. That is so funny that he's right just right up been, your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Do you imagine like you'd have been sitting at if, if that was your desk? Yeah. And you've been sitting at that desk the whole time, and he's just been <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Which I mean, knowing I work at a reptile rescue, I'm not gonna be that weirded out by it. I but suppose. also, it, it's still a three-foot monitor lizard that's under your desk. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I could not work at a reptile, you know, place like that. I you're not a big, not a big lizard guy. No, lizard snakes, just, just not my. Th- you do you, you know. I don't need them gone or anything like that. No, 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 no. But oh, I know, 
Not in your house. So what you're saying is we do not need to put on our gorilla suits. No, the search is off. We can now focus our efforts on little Sebastian in the Halton region. <laughs> We've got Mark or back where he should be. We can refocus our efforts. So nothing on little Sebastian yet, huh? You put the donkey back. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Wolf just texted, and he said, a three-foot lizard under the desk? <laughs> said, could we get a Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right, all right. It's fair. That's 100% fair. It is 6.08. You can text the show anytime, 977. 977. Carl, you wanted to bring a court case to the show? I would love to. Okay. I would love to have a little debate about this. All right. We're going to head to Michigan. Ottawa County, Michigan, to be specific. Ottawa County. And a Grand Haven couple has been ordered to pay $45,000 after disposing of and destroying their son's pornography collection. Wait, wait, what? Literally threw away his best porno mag. <laughs> and nice. Good more, reference. I assume. Good reference. Uh, now, here's where the story takes a turn. Uh, David Working... 43 years old. Oh, what? Sued his parents after they threw away what the judge referred to as a trove of pornography and an array of sex toys. Oh, the sex toys as well? Yeah. So okay. US, we, got a district, we got a district judge uh, in Kalamazoo ordered his parents, Beth and Paul Working, that's W-E-R-K-I-N-G. Beth and Paul is Beth like the Paul, most generic names for your most, parents ever. It's the most Michigan couple I've ever heard. <laughs> Beth and Paul uh, ordered to pay uh, just over thirty grand in damages to their son, as well as uh, about fourteen five to his attorney in legal oh. fees. The son wins the lawsuit uh, after they evaluated his collection at north of thirty grand. What the hell did he have in his collection? Uh, over a hundred and seven titles, some rare. Whoa. Uh, given this is a quote from the uh, from the judgment here. Given the wide range of valuations for individual pieces and the inability to estimate the value of these pieces, the court declines to use an average value to award damages for these titles. Huh. Uh, so thirty grand is what they uh, what they awarded it. Wanton destruction of property is what it's listed under. Uh, David had moved in with his parents in late 2016 after a divorce. And when he moved out, he expected his parents to send his belongings to Muncie, Indiana. Huh? A dozen boxes. A dozen? A dozen boxes of pornographic films, magazines, many. and toys never showed up. In an email, his father wrote, Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. <laughs> wow. Lots to unpack here. Lots to unpack. Okay, lot to process here. You've got a 43-year-old large adult son moving back in with his parents after a divorce. That that happens. That happens. I'll give him a pass on that. Now, were the 12 boxes of pornography and toys, did those come with him post-divorce? Oh, I have no doubt. Or were they were they acquired all in the space and time since no. his separation? No. Or did, was this like... The stash of stashes. Yeah, I think it's that. That is, to me, if you have a collection worth north of thirty grand, it's you've the, been piecing it together oh, yeah. for some time. No doubt, no doubt in my mind. 
I'm not. I'm thinking about my entire wrestling collection. I'm wondering if I've got thirty grand worth of stuff, and I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's true. A lot of stuff. Some rare stuff. Twelve boxes. Thirty grand worth of pornographic materials. And what do you like? Do you force your parents to pay it? Were you just trying to prove a point? Well, if you wanted it so bad, why did it not come with you when you made the move? Ship it yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, granted. I don't know. I don't think the parents should have thrown it away, but maybe they were at a point where we need the room. Was there ever a conversation where they said, you got to pick this up now or I'm throwing it out? Or is it we discovered our 43-year-old son 12 boxes of pornographic stuff and we just freaked out and torched it? Yeah, that might have been it, which, yeah, you're in the wrong if you did that. I'm assuming... I'm assuming an older couple here, Beth and Paul, if they've got a kid in their 40s. Beth, I hear and they're just, <laughs> just discovering my 12 boxes of the large. most adult content hiding in their basement. 12 I, of them. I love the email from his dad. Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this you stuff. You imagine. You, like, I'm just trying to sit here and think, right? So I have, yeah. a, I have a son. He's a long way sure. away from 40. 43 Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And I'm just thinking, I have to spend 40 grand of my, you know, hard-earned money I've saved Mm -hmm. because my son's porn collection. Freaked me out. Yeah, like. Freaked me out. Oh, my God. That's, uh, I I desperately want to see an itemization of what was in there. Now. I so desperately want to see an itemization. This is, I'm shook by this story. Yeah. I have so many questions, and we're never going to get an answer to them, are we? No, I mean, the, the materials have been destroyed. The, the, the judgment has been awarded. So, I mean, at this point, it's a fairly closed case. I don't think they'll reopen it. I don't think yeah. we'll have a further uh, discovery into the case. I think the oh. facts we have are the facts we're going to have to he, sit with. He'll never agree to be interviewed, will he? <laughs> I don't, I mean, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that this is more press that he wanted, but Michigan's got some some publication laws that let these kind of things slip yeah. out and bully for us. If anybody knows forty three year old porn guy, yeah, text us. He's got any contacts in Muncie? Some forty one in the Soper and Brown show. Nine seven seven hits FM. We do got to move along here and just have to break. I want to talk about McDonald's and and how they're teasing up something new. Twelve and boxes of pornography. What that could possibly be, maybe. <laughs> but just putting a cap on this 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 story. Yeah. And again, I there's there's just some answers we're not going to get, right? Yeah. In terms I wish of, we could. But you know, did he communicate to his parents what was in these boxes? Was there a clear line of communication that look once I'm settled in Muncie? Can you ship these things and I'll re Like, was there some kind of arrangement that was set? There should have been. That they broke? A verbal contract, maybe? Because my two things are, A, number one, as even as a parent, if you think it's ridiculous, yeah. you can't just throw something like that away. It's you 12 can't. boxes of something that he has obviously carefully curated, whether right? you agree with it or not. You can't just toss it. But then on the other side, if you're the, the son... You need to communicate and say, yes. I'll be back for this, or what? you can't say nothing about it Yeah, and then be upset when something doesn't go your way. That's right. Yeah. So I... A question here, too, from a, a texter. He said, I'm not sure how anyone has a real solid marriage and can be harboring and collecting a 
<laughs> a whole a whole lifestyle of collection there like that. What? Unless you have incredible communication yeah, and, and incredible understanding. Maybe they enjoyed it together. Maybe. Right? There's nothing wrong with it. You can no, watch it right. and you can have toys and all this. But, yeah, that's sure. a lot. That and truly a lot, is a lot. It's a lot of physical media. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a day and age where there's so much stuff online, this is a lot of DVDs, magazines, toys. Like, you it feels like some effort one, went into this. Just pop one in when you're ready. Like, Maybe he likes the whole process of it. I don't know. Light Going the candle through, picking and something such? out. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. now that he's got, if, if the settlement gets paid out, what do you do? Do you, do you try to repurchase everything? Because I've seen people who have like sold entire collections of whether it be like sports cards, uh, maybe it's wrestling stuff, merchant, whatever it is, sports mm. merchandise, whatever. They sell their entire collection and go, I'm out. I'm out of the game. And then a couple years later, the interest in starting from ground zero okay let me ask you so this. strong let me ask you this something happens you have to box up all your wrestling stuff and your wife throws it away um and then you could go to court and she pays yep. you or the court pays you 40 grand yep. right all your wrestling stuff is gone you now have 40 grand do you start back from the start or do you say that part of my life is over i think it's that one yeah, I think I say it. I, I just there's so much here that's so difficult to acquire that would require so much of me mm-hmm. that I might just try and do my best to seal off that chapter mm-hmm. and take the award and move on with my day. I would try. I want to talk to this guy so bad. <laughs> I want to know more about this. I don't think we're going to get it. So oh, we're just going to have to assume here that communication yeah. was a big issue. Yeah. And I do wonder if he starts again from the ground up. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's talk about McDonald's here for a few minutes. As they are... Trending yet again, and yet again promising the return of something, Carl. Something. It says something that you've all been asking for, and they clarified it's not pizza. Oh, they did. See, I missed that. See, mm-hmm. The tweet reads, the thing you have been asking for arrives yeah. August 31st, mm-hmm. 2021. I did not see, though, they clarified it wasn't pizza because I, that be was... This. Everybody was like, so it's pizza, so it's pizza, so it's pizza for like three straight days. And they're like, oh, my God, okay, it's not pizza. Oh, I'm looking here. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So they sent out two tweets. It's not McPizza. Mm -hmm. It's still a part of our history, but Mm -hmm. I've been taking notes. Part of their history and not that. What is it, Big Extra? Well, this is where... The speculation comes in, and yeah, the McPizza is where everybody immediately went. Yeah, and for it's good reason. And we've talked about the McPizza on the show a ton. Yeah, we talked we, about it. We think we did with Shelby last week. We talked about it. We talked about the um, logistics and the reasons that it's not there anymore. Yeah. And I think those logistics are still in place. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, let's talk about some items that are not on the menu at the moment. Okay. And McPizza, we, that was going to be my first one. We're going to cross that off the list. Yeah. The McRib would be the next one, right? Okay. Could that be? What? Now, they use that as a like a seasonal thing yeah. in a lot of places. Uh, last time it came around, it was just in the U.S. We did not get a Canadian McRib. So 
I guess that's possible. It's possible. The Shamrock Shake is another one that people were asking about. Again, seasonal for me, yep, yep, right? Yep. Like that could be available through the month of March. The McLobster Roll was another one that people were guessing. It's still available on the East Coast, I think, in a couple of spots, maybe. But yeah. But are they going to go nationwide? <sighs> that's that's a that's a heck of a lot of lobster, isn't yeah. it? Uh, bring back the hockey cards, said somebody. Now that is what I'm talking about. But. Yeah. <laughs> the big extra was another one that had a That's, lot of love that was my thought that was yeah. a good burger i used to get all the time when i was a kid yeah yep uh, a lot of text coming in here the szechuan sauce that was uh that was the thing that they like it was like a rick and morty promo right and mm-hmm. then everybody went nuts for it and they completely lost out like it Could was that just, be it? it was gone could be. Maybe it's the maybe it's spicy nuggets. Spicy nuggets is a text Spi- coming spicy in. Spicy chicken time. nuggets is the is the the heavy uh, the heavy rumor. Uh, the uh, sorry, I'm just looking at some of these other ones here. Yeah. Big orange extras, drink. Remember. Somebody said, "What about the old the old get orange that, drink?" Get that back. Just put it in, and and put it in like the uh, put it in the Gatorade container. Yeah. Just on the on the beverage counter along with the <laughs> along with the pops. <laughs> Put it in the huge Gatorade container with yes. just a bunch of free cups next to it. You're allowed to just, you can have a cup of that. Maybe a working it's ice free. cream machine says something. It's free. <laughs> the Arch Deluxe. Was that similar to the Big Extra? I don't remember. I'm not 100% sure what that even mm. is. Mm. Uh, you know, I had I had an ice cream cone from McDonald's this weekend. Did you? The ice cream machine was working. Excellent. Which is great. And a buck for an ice cream cone? It's a great oh, price. It's outstanding. Good ice cream, too. Yeah, of course So, okay. Of all these that have come through... What's going to be your guess? I mean, where this will be tomorrow. I think it's the nuggets. You think it's the spicy nuggets? I think it's spicy nuggets and the uh, and the Szechuan sauce. Both? I think it's both. Yeah. They're bringing out two. Yeah, I think it's the nuggets featured with the sauce. Yeah. Ooh, another text here says make hot dogs. <laughs> Was that a thing? I have no idea. I've never got a hot dog from there. Ooh. Okay. I don't know what it, I don't know besides that, I don't know what people have been knocking on their door for. Yeah, McPizza's the one, I think. It would have been. I was gonna say Szechuan sauce was gonna be my guess. You're go, you're taking two guesses though. It feels like a lot of hype just for a dipping sauce, does yeah. it not? Yeah, but it went nuts and it went yeah. viral and sold out immediately. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Some point we'll find out tomorrow. Whatever it is, we're eating seventeen of, right? <laughs> Please. Please, <laughs> sir, no. Tell me now. Who is this? A huge ass! Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. 977 977. You can text the show. Give us a call too. 905 688 9797. Got a bunch of questions in here about our burger challenge last week, which yeah. we uh, did on Thursday. For anybody who missed it, uh, this was uh, the Teen Burger Challenge. We were attempting to eat. Uh, six A&W teen burgers in 20 minutes and raised a couple of bucks for MS Society Canada along the way. Uh, note here from Comrade Jason. He said, when it comes to that challenge, I gave it a shot this weekend. I got a couple of bites into number five before I realized this was not happening. Tip of my hat to you guys for eating all six. They're bigger than I remember. That was my takeaway, if you remember. Yes, it was. I, I As I looked them, I went... Oh, it's been That's years bigger than I've I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but l- let me say this, comrade. Yeah. Uh, major kudos to you for being honest. I do appreciate yeah. you jumping in. Yeah. Thank you, Jason, for not being one of the guys who said they could eat 10. 
and that we were just so small for only being able to do six. Again, if you missed the results of it, the video is still on the Facebook page. Uh, I was able to eat all six of my burgers mm. in just over 13 minutes. Mr. Soapy here got through five of his six in the 20 minutes outline. Just couldn't keep going, man. I literally also, couldn't fit any more in me. Yeah. Also, I just didn't want you to puke next to me. Yeah. So I, was, I, was, I wasn't exactly encouraging you to push yourself through number it's six. Uh, somebody somebody asked here, what do we raise for the MS Society? We don't know I know an exact just, number. I don't know an exact number, but I know through, through our donations, through the text box, through uh, email, Instagram messages, I was able to tally up well north of 500 bucks. Yeah. Uh, and anybody, there's probably people who did donate who didn't send me an email or a text yeah. or a message. So Same I know for sure as a baseline, we went north of 500 and beyond that, who knows, but we definitely raised uh, some cash for a good cause. Comrade also said, like we had mentioned, he was done the rest of the day, did not <laughs> yeah. eat and was no. ruined. Yeah. And so it was a 24 hour commitment. Oh. It was, it was later into Friday before I finally started to feel like yeah. myself. Did you guys watch the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight yesterday? No. Uh, no. You know, I actually stayed up and tried to watch it. The fight itself, I don't think it started until like eleven thirty. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, I was up till eleven yesterday, and yeah. I took a peek at Twitter, and I was gonna, uh, not definitely not trying to legally stream it. I was no. definitely gonna buy it. Oh, sure. And it was eleven o'clock, and they were just getting set to start the walkouts. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's On a Sunday too night, much. too, Yeah, eh? that's too much for me. But it, now... I didn't I, have any interest in this one. I was interested in the sense of uh, Jake Paul was finally fighting somebody who does, you know, know how to fight legitimately. He knows how to fight, but he's not a boxer. No, he's not. But... I mean, Tyrone Woodley, by the end of his MMA career, was getting overwhelmed in the striking department. Yes, there's he's no a doubt. Fantastic wrestler, and he, a fantastic wrestler, and he's forty years old. Yeah, like he's <laughs> yeah. forty years old and significantly smaller. But I was, I did get bought in. There was all the the they were fighting at the press conference, and oh, Jake yeah. Paul went after his mom and stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie, I got sucked in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got sucked in a little bit, but Jake Paul ended up. Getting a split decision because, well, I mean, and it was going to go to decision. I'm sure it was going to go to him, right? Yeah, I think that's in the contract, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, again, I saw a couple spots where it looked like Paul got absolutely rocked, yeah, and then Woodley, some reason, didn't follow up on it. Uh, I don't know, man. When I see 30,000 tweets this morning with the hashtag rigged, um, I'm just not really interested. Yeah. I, th- this one did not, did not capture any of my curiosity. Okay, last question. What would... What Paul Brothers fight? Like, what was something that you'd go, okay, I'm in? I want him to fight a boxer. An actual? A professional boxer. Yeah. And not an exhibition. A boxer. In a real fight. A, a decent real... boxer? Yeah, like a 12-round, let's go. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a decent, but like a ranked fighter. A ranked fighter. A ranked fighter who does this professionally. Instead of just picking spots all over the place and mismatches. Yeah. Fight someone, for real. You little Disney punk. <laughs> Your long jaw culture thief. 977-977. You can text the show. We get Shelby coming up after Hendrix. Hits FM. Hits FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, good morning. Let's start with the more serious stuff as there was an incident in Yorkdale over the weekend. Yes. So this was at the Yorkdale Mall. Toronto police still looking for a second suspect after there was a shooting there yesterday. So it happened at the Yorkdale Shopping Centre. There's one suspect in custody who police say ran from police and then was caught 
on a nearby highway ramp with a loaded gun. Uh, there was a shopper there named Chris Price. He was at Hudson's Bay when it happened, and he says a gunman ran through and smashed some glass while trying to escape. No one, thankfully, was hurt in the gunfire, but people there were very scared, didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening. There was chaos throughout the mall. Some shoppers had to hide for hours because of this. Jeez. So if you know anything, police are still looking for that second suspect. Yeah, I mean, that's your absolute worst nightmare, and it would stick with you for a long time. So that's, uh, yeah, that's 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 a freaky situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about this video that's gone viral mm-hmm. uh, at an airport and a gigantic chunk of frozen chicken? Yeah, multiple. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, Carl. I mean. <laughs> multiple full chickens just sitting there on the luggage rack. They're cube shaped so it looks like they were in a cooler and in fact the folks from the tsa say there was a cooler nearby and it looks like it just sort of flopped open and the chicken just like slushed out (laughs) and it's it's a bunch of chickens in a cube riding the luggage rack just going around with all the suitcases and whoever works for the tsa needs a bit of a (laughs) bit of a raise because uh in their post they say there is a personal foul on the carousel can chickens fly? <laughs> well, assuredly, no, poultry, no poultry is flying like this. We hear that at one time these wings and thighs were cooped up in a cooler somewhere between baggage and the carousel, but they became free range. All right, Carl, wow. out of 10, yeah. what are you going to give that? You know, out of 10, it's funny. I'm actually, uh, I actually thought we were going somewhere else with this story because I saw a second airport chicken story this weekend. Oh, so okay. when you said there was an airport chicken story, there was a, a gentleman who went viral on Twitter, who had a long layover and brought an entire roasted chicken in a bag. Oh. <laughs> and at security, the dude says, my man, what you got in there? And then pulls it out and yells, a whole chicken. And everyone in line started laughing at me. <laughs> and it's a picture of his whole roasted chicken that he brought in a bag to eat while he was waiting for his layover. And I thought that's where we were going. Oh, and no I, way. I actually just looked at the frozen uh, legs and thighs brick of bird it's that made its way around the carousel. And that is bad. That is unappetizing. What would you do when you see that go by? Also, the way you said that, like, man, what have you got in that bag? Just made me yeah. think of the ludicrous song. What you got in that bag? What you got in the bag? Who's your housekeeper? Yeah, what you keep in your house. Indeed. Did you think you'd get Shelby and I quoting ludicrous this morning, Matt? Not what I thought was going to happen, but I'm happy we got here nonetheless. <laughs> Hey, before we let you go, tell us a little bit more about the 11-year-old uh, girl who was challenging the Foo Fighters to a drum-off. They had multiple drum-offs. Mm-hmm. They finally met recently. Yeah, you may remember Nandy Bushel. She went viral during the early days of the pandemic because she is a phenomenal drummer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely amazing. She had an online drum duel with uh, Dave Grohl and won. And so she got to actually be on stage with them in California on Thursday. She joined them to play Everlong. And it is amazing. She's having the time of her life. Yeah. She's so good. And what a performance. Like, she is into it. You can feel it. That's fantastic. I, I do love that uh, Dave Grohl does seem to work pretty hard to try to, you know, incorporate fans, especially young ones, right? He's a dad, so I'm sure he saw that and went, oh, yeah, I've got to get her involved in some way, shape, or form, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. But 11 years old, she's playing on stage with the Foo That's Fighters. Great. Like, where do you go from here? Oh, yeah, she's peaked. I mean, it's, it's all downhill, no doubt. <laughs> oh, no, I think she's going to be an amazing drummer in her own life, but, yeah. like, 
everything else is not going to stack up. She's going to go back to school and they're going to be like, okay, kids, what did you do on your summer vacation? Somebody's going to be like, oh, I found a lizard. And she's going to be like, I played with the Foo Fighters. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) All right, Andy. Shelby, appreciate it as always. We'll chat in about an hour. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Monday morning, I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. The fart jar. It is currently in Medicine Hat, Carl Brown. It remains in Medicine Hat? Currently in Medicine Hat. Um, over the weekend, was working on a few leads. Mm-hmm. But it looks like we're going to need Hits Nation's help a little bit more. Uh, Rebecca, of course, if you've been following along, took the jar to Medicine Hat. Still has it in her possession. But we get an email from Monica. Monica. Monica said that she used to live in Medicine Hat and her best friend currently lives in the hat. Okay. Uh, and her name is Brooke. And Brooke has agreed to join us on the show right now because Monica said Brooke may be able to help us out. So, Brooke, good morning to you. Uh, yeah, just to confirm, you, Kurt, right now, you're in Medicine Hat. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, Monica's my best friend, and tomorrow is her birthday. Oh, no way. Oh. Nice. Well, happy happy early birthday to Monica then, eh? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, so we have a jar that has a fart in it. Okay. And we're trying to get it to BC. Oh, okay. So, so where? So she just said that you may be interested. What? What? What do you know? And and well, I guess what can you provide would be the main question. Well, she said that it was here in the hat, yeah. and you were trying to get it to their mom. Yes. So. Are you? Traveling anywhere, like in the near future? I'm not traveling anywhere. No, I live in the hut. Oh, okay. But if we needed somebody to, I, I, I don't know, hold on to it, or I could come pick it up wherever it is. Yeah. Hang on to it for whoever's going to pick it up. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you, you, you live and 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 play within the hat. Like you don't go anywhere else. Yeah. Not really. No. Okay. Okay. So, but if you, you would be willing to hold it for the next available person to take it if need be. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well then now. I I could, I could possibly get it somewhere if nobody shows up in a while. Yeah. But not like not more than three hours down the road. No, no, that's totally fine. I I totally get that. Then what, what about this? I've got your number. How about I start working on some, some things and I'll be in contact with you if we need you to be a, a, a handler in any way. Okay, like I, I would be at Calgary in like a month again. Yeah, but oh. it would be it would be in about a month. And um, if you come across anybody, and and know of anybody, and they're like, oh hey, I'm going to to Vancouver, then text. Well, me. I actually maybe might know somebody who goes to BC. I I'd have to make a couple texts. Okay, well hey, then if you're willing to do that, that would be great. I. I do actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some texting. That would be great. And then you text me back, and how about we take it from there? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna put you on hold for a second here, Brooke. Um, okay, Carl. Okay. All right. So we've got a holder, a medicine hat, who's yeah. aware of what we need done, and who may have some contacts heading to BC. So I think the next step great. is for today. I think mm-hmm. we should we should probably do the exchange between Brooke and Rebecca. Yeah, let's get it in Brooke's hands yeah. so we know that Rebecca's journey with the jar is over Yeah, and that it's safely with Brooke, and then we'll pursue from there. Okay. That's great. There was a guy, and I you know, I lost his number, and I'm going to have to go back. I don't remember what day of the week it was, but there was a guy last week who said he's in Alberta, 
yeah. and travels to BC. We did get a text on that. I remember that actually. But it was maybe I, Tuesday or Wednesday yeah, last week. I tried to. I forgot. I thought I saved his number, but I, I guess I didn't. Hmm. Um. So if you are if you are that man that was listening at that time, please do reach out again. But we are now. This is where we're at. We've got the jar and medicine hat, which is good. It's great. We need to get it from there to BC. We want this to be there this week. Feels doable. Yeah. So if you know anybody, you have any kind of connections, 977-977. You can email me as well, soper at hitsfm.com. We're as close as we've ever been and and really not that far from where we need to go. No, I think we can get this done. I yeah. think you I think you're actually going to get the payoff here. Yeah. I think the jar is going to get there. Okay, Just so, a matter of who. Yeah. So was, I see some texts already coming in. So if, if you're there or you know somebody, reach out, get in touch with us. Let's finish this thing off right. Let's get my mom to open this jar. Give that machine a call anytime, and let's start with um, over the last few weeks. There's been a bunch of people calling in after a podcast listener brought up the clapping on a plane situation. Right, this is a guy who was going back. He was listening through the podcast, uh, I, I guess in order. Yep. He started. He yep. started at Went the back end of March, yep. and somewhere in May we talked about clapping when a plane lands, and now it's kind of it's a little bit overdone. We don't really get why it's done. He brought it back up, and it's somehow rejoined the conversation yeah. here. He said, "You know, I don't. People don't clap when when I do my job. He's an exterminator." Well, this right. guy. Hey, boys! Just uh, heard the gentleman saying how if the pilot fails at his job, you die. Uh, my job is really no different as an exterminator. I'm dealing with poison and you know pesticides and stuff. So technically, if I were to mix it wrong or apply it wrong, I could really kill you. Just saying. Where's my clap, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I could really kill you. Okay. Is that a threat? (laughs) It's a promise. (laughs) It's a good point. Do we need to clap for everybody's jobs, yes or no? For everyone's jobs? Yeah. Not for everyone's jobs. 40%? 20, 15, <laughs> reluctantly 15. <laughs> uh, okay. Somebody wanted to call in about the fart jar. You guys just mentioned about doing a montage for the fart jar of like all the places it's been. The background music needs to be the littlest hobo song. It would just be the icing on the cake. Can I get a hiya? Hiya. Yeah, you certainly can. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a little little slideshow. Yeah, a little slideshow to this. When it's all said and done, I think it's a great idea. Actually, I think it's probably the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. When when we get to the end game and it goes to my mom and she smells it and yeah. pukes and all this stuff, we'll grab all the all the footage of you eating, filling it, all the places it went, and do a little slideshow. It's a great idea, actually. Yeah, we'll give it to our digital team. Shout out to you, sir. By our digital team, I mean my wife. <laughs> Chelsea little project. I was be like, our digital team? Oh, it's a joke. Oh, yeah. It's a, okay, yeah. You know who's doing this. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Same person who helped us film our video. So, yeah, it's our unofficial digital producer, yeah, that's right. my wife. <laughs>
So I just say it like that. <laughs> All right, let's play this. Guys, I just heard a Bob's Grow Mart commercial. Uh-huh. Made me think of you auto-tuning it. I need you to auto-tune Eleni doing the traffic. You know, she's got a hot voice. You auto-tune it, make it even hotter, send it over the air, buddy. <laughs> make it even hotter. <laughs> I mean, I've heard mm. of worse ideas. Yeah. I've heard Did of you worse. grab one? Oh, you're damn right. Got issues happening in town in Niagara Falls. Lundy's Lane is closed. Kaylor to Garner. Oh, yeah. We got a police investigation underway here. Oh, that's not Use great. <laughs> I want to hear her name, though, right? To get around. Okay. There's more to see naturally at Royal Botanical Gardens. Our famous rock garden offers oh, breathtaking Plug. views, water features, brilliant blooms, and stunning trees. Plan your visit today at rbg.ca. When 97.7 hits FM traffic, I'm a lady. Stamatados. Not bad. I'm into it, honestly. Not bad. I liked it better than the Bob's commercial. Yeah, I agree. Way better than Bob's commercial. commercial. Who's the Botanical Gardens that got an extra plug there? Lucky you. uh, We'll be billing Must be your birth. Must be your birthday. Oh, we're billing them. All right, now an orgy. At the start of that, it sounded like a like a, a a moving car full of cats. I thought at the start of that message. Yeah. <laughs> that last clears person up. from Minnesota, yeah. or yeah, clears up a little bit. Was was Karen in the pile there? Honestly, <laughs> sounded like it. Was Karen in the pile? Karen stuck her head up in the pile and just gave a oh yeah. <laughs> Whew, all right. Pulls up out of the dog pile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Okay, we talked at the start of this about the guy who was going back and listening to every podcast in order. Yeah. Well, he called in to give us uh, his latest update. Oh, where's I'm he at? neighborhood exterminator here. Uh-huh. Uh, currently listening to Friday, August 20th. So I have caught up quicker than what you think. I'm listening to like wow. probably three a day. I don't even listen to music right Ooh. now. Hell yeah. Just got wow. to the cottage, out on the boat, going fishing. And because it's a Friday, wanted to give you a... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> From his little boat? <laughs> a little boat horn. A little boat horn? I, I think, is little, that the first boat horn? I don't know. It's a little boat horn, and like the, almost like with a question mark on the end of it. Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> Karen wasn't on you, that boat. Three sober and brown podcasts a day. What does that do for your health? Yeah, I got to be honest. He is in the running for sober and brown yeah. listener of the year. That's he, he, sound, he sounds quite measured too, which is impressive. Listener of the year. He's in the running. <laughs> I'm not even listening to music uh, right now. I just, love it. Just us. I'm just saying. That's the type of effort Ooh. that will win you the trophy of listener of the year. Just saying. How many trophies are we gonna have to get made, Carl? Just we're gonna be be cool. Okay, yeah. we'll figure it out. <laughs> we have some cash. Get your wife on it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, a couple more here. We got to clip it. Clip it. Steve-O, Saturday, around 11-11. Cheers. All right, I found it. Here it is. I'd be taking off all my clothes and saying, who wants some? <laughs> I don't that's even... A, that's a Steve laying on his couch break. Yeah, for I sure. Know, I know where he records from, and it sounds like he's stretched on his couch right there. <laughs> so thank you for that, Steve. And finally, let's finish with, uh, this could be maybe the new theme song of the show. 
Maybe it could be what we end our show with. Okay. I don't know. New song for us. Hey, boys, this is for you. Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> so brown show. Where we going like, like, like. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Better than Tupelo, honey. <laughs> 905 682 9797. You call that machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 Hits FM. I did enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Song. <laughs> you, like, you like that tune, eh? I like that one. It's a good one. You're going to have to work that into something. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, before we do move along, I was reminded by way of text that on Friday we forgot to give away the award for clip of the week. Oh, Yes, it was Friday. We, we were excited we te- to leave. We teased it up, and then we just <laughs> didn't do it. Uh, by way of vote, clip of the week uh, this week went to you, Carl Brown, for this gem. Man, everybody at this baseball game has probably seen my little baby penis. <laughs> now, <laughs> just it's obviously a reference to the Nirvana. Yeah, uh, story from last week. Is Obviously, the, uh, yes, not my baby penis. Is <laughs> not many people at the ball game have seen that. That honestly might win clip of the year. <laughs> that you're is, just, you're handing out trophies left and right here. I got, far, I got so many fart jars, dude. <laughs> so gonna many. Be our, they're going to be you and I's our, our jarring and canning season. Yeah, everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm, just, I'm jarring pickles and peaches, and you and I are in your basement, just like. Eating sprouts and Mexican food and just sealing jars. It ain't, it's it's not much, but it's honest work. <laughs> if you receive a Christmas present from us, do not open it. <laughs> so, uh, really quickly, I know yeah. that you were. I saw, I saw when you and I were talking rather um, over the weekend. You were mm-hmm. watching a lot of the coverage of Hurricane Ida. I texted you yesterday. Are insane, man! I said over under on storm covers that I watched today four and a half hours. What'd you take? Oh, I I took the over without a you doubt. Safely take the over yeah. on that. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, one of the things I I love about living uh, where we do now in the Niagara region is we do get an incredible variance of weather here. Carl's and, such a weather nerd. You have yeah, no but, idea. Yeah, it's it's just something I was raised with. I think, and it's definitely one of the least cool things about me, <laughs> on top of so much other stuff. But Hurricane <laughs> Ida uh, hit landfall yesterday in Louisiana at 16 years two the day of Hurricane Katrina. That is nuts, actually. Uh, it hit landfall as a Category 4, meaning it got winds of 150 miles per hour, which is insane. And the storm this time around was very it was very unique. Usually when a hurricane uh, hits land, the it, it slows down. Like the, uh, it, it starts to spread out. It starts to dissipate. This storm was different because it didn't start to break off once it hit land it mm. just kind of sat it's the actual storm itself slowed down and sat as a category three or category four over parts of louisiana for hours at a time whereas katrina was um think of it like a football field of a storm moving towards you this was like a cannonball it was small focused and and it stayed together for longer and i think may have done more damage as Louisiana wakes up today and we start to see some pictures come out. So um, just completely unique uh, looking at, you know, there's tornado warnings alongside of it because the, the winds were so strong. The Mississippi River 
at points during the storm surge had its progress stopped and portions of the river flowed in reverse. Just to put in perspective, you said 150 miles per hour. Yeah. That's 241 yeah. like kilometers per hour. Yes. Like just think about just think about driving in your car. Yeah, at 240. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it is un- it, the damage is it's going to be insane. Yeah, it, I didn't even know you could you could make a river go <laughs> in reverse like <laughs> there's yeah, portions of it they're able to measure. They show progress actually going backwards due to the storm surge and the strength of the winds. So, it's going to be um it's going to be an incredible uh, cleanup effort as it's moved now into a tropical storm and uh, we'll continue the southeast U.S. will get soaked here for a few more days. But I don't think anybody's got a good grasp of what has, has, has kind of remained there. So we're going to start seeing that story come out today. But uh, just, uh, you know, probably a once every 200 years kind of storm that uh, that hit them yesterday. So uh hope that they're able to did, handle it, and they've got enough hands on deck. Did you see the video? Al Roker, who's like, you know, maybe one <laughs> yeah. of the more famous American sure. weathermen. Yeah. Uh, Notoriety-wise, at least. Yep. He was out. They put him right by, like, a river was, or something. He was, near, he was near, like, a break wall or something. Yeah. He was just getting rocked by waves. Pounded. Absolutely rocked. And that was before it had made landfall. Yeah. It hadn't even made landfall yet. That was just the precursor of what was coming. I just can't so. imagine, like, hey, we're going to fly you from wherever your home yeah. is. We're going to go put you over there and just... Sorry, sorry, Al, get in the wetsuit. Get drenched. Like, yeah. It's crazy. I only saw him do that one hit, so he must have got right back on the plane. That oh, I'd it. imagine. <laughs> Todd just drunk from ACDC. is 97.7 Hits FM with a Soper and Brown Show. 809. I wanted to read this text message to you really quickly. As yep. you were just talking about Hurricane Ida and you're a you're an absolute weather nerd. Just you can just put nerd, but yeah, you can yeah. put weather in front of it for that break. You're, yeah, you're fascinated by Mother yes. Nature and the power behind it, right? Yes, the power. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> a little torqued up over there by a little wind. Uh, one person texted and said, "Hey, weather, that's science. Where's the banger?" <laughs> now we did. We did discuss this before yeah. we went on air to talk yeah. about it. And just that with the devastation and and people potentially in life threatening situations yeah. with Hurricane Ida, it just didn't feel like the right time to thrust. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, you know what I, I mean. I do think it it's did, fair. It didn't feel like the right time to fist pump and thrust along to Carl Brown, the science guys who went into a spot where we don't know the full extent of what's happened <laughs> just yet. So, a little discretion being the yeah, better part of fair. valor. But let me tease you with this. I've got a Carl Brown, the science guy, coming up for you tomorrow on the show. And if you want to do a little homework, you kids out there, if you want to do a little research, I want you to look into something called the well of hell (laughs) in a a desert in the eastern portion of Yemen. Look into the well of hell, and I'll have some details for you on Carl Brown, the science game it, uh, tomorrow. It is very interesting. I know a it little is. bit about it, but I look forward to hearing more. Yeah. I look forward to hearing more. Okay. Did, um, did Pidge and Mike just text us? Shelby said during her news that... Yes. Uh, it, uh, I don't know, what, what officials, uh, mall officials? They, they, <laughs> mall officials. There's a couple of, of main toy manufacturers in the U.S. who yeah. said that you, do, you know, due to uh, a limitation of getting 
uh, I guess, product in, um, difficulty with labor shortages, difficulty with the pandemic, that if there's something on the, like, popular toys for 2021 Christmas for your, you know, kids, you might want to get your orders in now. Which and, we're not... And get, a, and get ahead of things, which is tough to think about Christmas yeah. in, in August or early September. You rally, you were just hammering on people getting too early with Halloween last week. <laughs> Another putting Christmas pressure on yeah. us. Ooh. But yeah, Pigeon Mike texted and said he's literally already done his Christmas shopping. Done. Another text here, too. Said I get my Christmas shopping out of the way throughout the year. Excuse me. And I'm done by September. What if something sitting... comes up that, like... Well, I mean, things always come up. But if you have the bulk of it done, and then, like, little... You know, you can chip in little pieces and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, Chelsea and I, we have to get prepared early because... So much of what we do has to be shipped back to to BC. So that that you know we were ahead of it last year. We were done by the first week of December, and our stuff still didn't arrive in time for some people's Christmas. So that's another thing too. I, I would assume Canada Post once again this year will be uh, totally swamped. You're getting a fart jar. Somebody somebody in the text box said their neighbor put up Christmas lights last night. Man, we are getting out of whack now. The, I, I know the we, world we, is messed up. That's too much. We said last week, just burn the calendar. Just torch it. I guess that's it, eh? Yep. Things are so, you know, after the <laughs> we can't We can't judge time anymore. It doesn't matter. Just have a seasonal section in Walmart 24-7, 365. Throw the lights <laughs> up. Torch the calendar. Throw it out. If you saw Christmas lights driving home, you'd be angry. Don't even try me. If I saw them all, yep. <laughs> yep. Thank you for being honest. Wolf just texted and said we should have a really slow version of Carl Brown, the science guy, much like for, Bob's Gromart has. For, for when there's science stories that involve tragedy? Yeah, yeah. Carl Brown, the science guy, <laughs> mournfully now. And we have that like Mad World song like yeah. in the background, <laughs> right? <laughs> Something like that. Or, that's, or, uh, uh, yeah. that's, that's not the worst idea, but it kind of sets the tone for the break before we even get into it, eh? Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl, 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 Carl Brown. Do we auto-tune it? <laughs> You're getting your use out of that app. The month's almost up. You going to renew it? I t- well, hey, if we can keep using it, six bucks a month. It's a lot of money, but if we, can, money. If we can get some content out of it. It's a lot you know? of money. We can get some content out of it. Hey, let's take a break. On the other side of it, though, I do want to talk a little bit more about this fart jar because... uh, It remains in Medicine Hat. I do have maybe somewhat of an update. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Does it involve an old hits legend? (laughs) The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Did you see that text? Which one? My son just said Soper and Brown and the Afternoon Clown should dress as Ghostbusters for Halloween. As Ghostbusters? (laughs) I'm more focusing on his son calling Adam and Joey (laughs) the Afternoon Clowns. (laughs) As Ghostbusters? All four of us? Yeah, sure, yeah. Hmm. No? Yeah, I mean, we can make it work. What's another four-team stable that we could... uh... Uh, Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles is probably... There's four of them. Shotgun Raft. Oh, yeah. Michelangelo for me. And then what? Joey as Leo? No. It doesn't work. 
I think Joey is Michelangelo. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll be Donatello. All right. I don't oh, he's know. the smart one. I don't know. I don't we'll know. Figure this out. I don't know them well enough. <laughs> I was just happy enough. I remembered one of the names. We'll go as the four horsemen. What is the elite four team group? Like the group of four, yeah. four characters that yeah. that move forward. That's a good question. That's a good question. I have to think about that. If we were going to have the ultimate four member Halloween costume, mm-hmm. what would be number one? That's very interesting. I'm gonna iconic. Oh, Anchorman, an- Anchorman, the Anchorman from Anchorman. Society. Now that, in terms of like achievable and do, I think that's, that's actually yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a real good one. That's pretty good. Someone said we should go as the Golden Girls. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm Blanche. <laughs> Is that Betty White? No. Uh, stop saying things I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're B. Arthur. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Look, I want to. I do want to revisit that. Yeah. Power Rangers, the A team. Not bad. Yeah. Fantastic Four, two on the nose. I don't. It's two on yeah. the nose. Teletubbies. There we go. That's the one. <laughs> that works. <laughs> we all eat sixteen burgers. And then we yeah. become the Teletubbies. <laughs> the Teletubbies. <laughs> little cheap antennas on our head. Little TVs in our bellies. There are little four... Eye, little iPads and a little cutout t-shirt. You can see what's in there. There are four uh, Ghostbusters, if you include the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Which something. should be me, obviously. <laughs> King of the Hill Boys. That's King, pretty oh, good. That, that was good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Who's Boomhauer? Oh. I talk pretty fast. You do talk fast, but you talk pretty clear. I mumble the most. Yeah. I would say, right? Yeah. Hmm. Who's Dale? I think I think I'm honestly, this sucks, but I think I'm Bill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm Bill Dotrief. I didn't want to say it, but <laughs> I'll say it. I'll Ad- say it. Adam's Dale for sure. Little weasel. Yeah, that's right. He's the pocket sand guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Joey's yeah. it can't be that, right? No. Adam, Joey wouldn't fit in there. No, I'm not sure what we'd do with Joey. Tough. I'm trying to think. I, um, I mean, I, I'm a propane guy, so yeah. I could I be wanna, Hank. I kind of want to see uh, Adam as Cotton. It's Hank's dad. It's <laughs> Cotton. Just because he's the tallest of us, so I'd like to see him play the shortest. <laughs> All right, I do want to revisit. That. Yeah, so we're gonna look back at that, right? I had something else that just popped into my head. So. Mm-hmm. Um. I do want to mention really quickly that I did this morning chat with <laughs> hits legend Jesse Mods. How's Mods doing? Uh, good so far. Uh, yep. bit, bit, uh, they He obviously does a show around this, roughly the same time as us. So mm-hmm. uh, couldn't get him on the phone to, to join us right now. But did tell him where we were. Mentioned, you know, Medicine yep. Hat is where the jar is at right now. What do and you think of the idea off the hop? It, when I first told him, his <laughs> yeah. first response was, fart jar what the hell are you doing over there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when i told him he was like oh that sounds awesome i bet you everyone's gonna be into that <laughs> jesse mods knows hits nation yeah <laughs> uh, so he did mention he said okay i'm gonna start talking to some people he said i obviously know some people in alberta and uh said uh, he'll try to work some connections so we now have jesse mods on the ground working Excellent. on some stuff over there Excellent. That'll be helpful. Yes. He's got, obviously, a wider reach in, uh, in Alberta than we do, so that's great. So, again, if there is anybody listening, right now the jar's in Medicine Hat. 
We know somebody who's going to hold it for us. Uh, Brooke was her name. Rebecca's going to pass on over to Brooke. So if you lived there, know somebody who lives there, know somebody who is traveling. We've heard from uh, some truckers and whatnot who said, oh, I might be going through that area, right? Mm -hmm. So now is where we really need Hits Nation's help. It's it's the furthest away from us and no longer in our hands. Yeah, there's really nothing else we can do but now just sit tight and hope Mm -hmm. somebody knows somebody. So if you have any connections whatsoever... 977-977, or you can also email anytime, soper at hitsfm.com, as I, I would like to get the jar. Like, what's the, here, let me see, Madison Hat to, we're going to, I keep saying Vancouver, but technically it's, it's Delta, Delta, but it's just yeah. outside. Yeah, it's not far at all. So let's see, Madison Hat to, let me write in my mom's address here. Just say it on air. <laughs> uh, that, so 14 hours. Yeah. 14 hours from Medicine Hat to my mother's front door. It's a long weekend coming up. It's, it's not bad, right? Fly yourself to Lethbridge and drive up there and take it yourself. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a long weekend trip. I'll tell you what happened on all that when you get back. Don't worry about it. But I got two fantasy football drafts. Oh, yeah. It's draft weekend, uh, baby. Know, I don't know. All right. 977-977. If you do know anybody or have any connections, please do get in touch with us. And uh, yeah, hopefully mods will be able to push us in the right direction as well. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. There's a lot of votes for the A-team in there. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. King the Hill is not bad. <laughs> Somebody voted for Entourage. I haven't thought about Entourage in a long-ass time. That's been out of the... Uh, from... Trailer Park Boys came in, but... Pretty good. Really just three of them, though. I'm obviously Randy after all my burgers. <laughs> After my burger exploits? That's clearly. a good point. Clearly. <laughs> it's a good point, yeah. Well, actually, we got that guy who does the Bubbles impression. Yeah, just bring him in. Yeah, he Absolutely. Can, he can just be Bubbles. We've already established Adam's just not going to do anything. <laughs> he just won't agree. He's not taking part. He'd make a great Julian, though. He would. For, he'd be great for that. He would, but he's... He, come on. You as J-Rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm saying... All right, let's um, let's take a break. On the other side of it, we do have a hundred dollars worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw, and we're bringing back password. You still got that shame chair in your corner? Password, it's the word that gets passed. Yeah, it's out there. Yep. <laughs> is that our new theme song? That is. I All just right. create a new jingle right we're there. Play in ten minutes. Southern Ontario's best rock. It's the Soper and Brown show. All right, Lotto Max draw. Have we forgot to look at what the jackpot's sitting at right now. Oh, I could find out for you. It's millions and millions of dollars. Oh, it's so much. You could barely spend it. (laughs) If you want to have a chance to win $100 worth of vouchers for that Lotto Mm -hmm. Max draw, why don't you give us a call right now, 905-688-9797. We're going to do a round of password. 15. 15 mil? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Carl Brown, password. Do you want to... to, Leave the room. Yeah, you want to leave the room? Yes, I shall. Please. Oh, you know what? I forgot to hit the intro and everything. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do the intro. There we go. Now. Now. It's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. I didn't even get to say Carl's stinky or, you know, weird hair or anything like that. I forgot. Typically, we like, we ask for callers and we play a song and I, f- I forgot that. We just do this all live right now. Okay. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Password. I'm going to give you a word. You have 10 seconds on the clock. You have to make Carl Brown say it. 
I'm going to give you three penalty words, though. If you say any of those words, I'm going to hang up on you immediately. Okay? And obviously, you can't say it starts with this or don't don't go with rhymes. You know, just challenge yourself a little bit, okay? Today's word is concoction. Concoction. Your penalty words, mix, drinks, and blended. Concoction. Mix, drinks, and blended. All right. 905-688-9797. I've texted Carl. Let's turn this down. I hear him enter. Phone lines are open. Let's wait for him to get back in the seat. In the seat, man. He's in the seats, okay. Headphones on. Let's go. Here we go. Hello, it's Hits. You're live. Who's this? It's the bear. The bear. Go. Cody Rosa. Cody. Ten seconds. Okay. Uh, stir, liquid, bunch of alcohol. Uh, cocktail. Uh, time yeah. is up. On to the next one. Hello, it's Hits. You're live. Who's this? Connor. Connor. Ten seconds. Go. Um, got a witch. She's uh, working with a cauldron. What would you call the, what she's making? Potentially a... Uh, uh, witch's brew. A... Ten seconds. All right. Hello. It's Hits. You're live. Who's this? Oh, they hung up. On to the next one. Hello. It's Hits. You're live. Who's this? It's Angelo. Angelo. Ten seconds. Go. Uh, all right. It's when you're mixing a bunch of ingredients together. Uh, maybe drink. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, recipe. Nope. On to the next one. He said the wrong word. He wasn't supposed oh. to. Hello. It's Hits. Who's this? What do you call it when the kids... Put everything in their cup at the dinner table after they're done eating. Put everything uh, sw- in the bar. Swamp, swamp water. Uh, You're King's, closer with the King's seconds. Cup. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Amy. Amy, you're live. Go. Um, when a witch, witch brews a whole bunch of ingredients, it's called a... A concoction? Hey, oh, that's it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's it. I did not think that was going to work. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> well, he Se- somebody second already time, tried it. Yeah, second time around on the witch thing. Yeah. And when the one guy said uh, mixed and you said that was one of the penalty words. Yeah. I was starting to piece a picture together in my brain of uh, where we were going here. Okay. Yeah. So Amy gets the uh, Amy gets the win, but it's off the back of a few people's work. Ooh. Also because I'm pretty smart. <laughs> hey, Amy, it doesn't matter how you win, just that you win, right? It's okay. Either way, I am God now. <laughs> I completely agree. Uh, Amy, congratulations. $100 worth of vouchers coming your way for the Lotto Max Ross. Stay in line with us, okay? Sounds good. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Are the same? Me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. You can text the show. I want to start with this one for you, Carl. Yeah. After all that rain, I need to know, how is Carl's patio? Oh, I haven't been out there this morning, but uh, it was, it, uh, I'm assuming, fine. Has everything uh, held up? I mean, it's been... Yeah, everything's... It's been, what, over a month now everything you've had is, it? Everything is still where I placed it. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Look at you, mm-hmm. patio boy. Yeah. You haven't been even over for a drink on no, it yet. Oh, we got to. I swing I, by I for in. a cocktail. Nice. I, just filled, I just filled the fridge with some stuff, too. 
is a, a peach rhubarb barrel-aged sour Ooh. from Bench. Talk dirty. It drinks me. so light, and it's 6.3%. So Talk if you wanted dirty. to take you away a little bit. Ooh, you always have to I've watch got, out for the big patio boy. You <laughs> do. I've got some questions here lined up. Uh, first off, first question for you, Soper. How many kisses are we giving away here? Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, second question. I just quit my job. I can't deal with commuting anymore. What field should I design a product for? Ooh. It's a good it's a, question. It's a great question. What's I mean, a field, it's a field that's underserved. It, no, I wasn't I don't this isn't underserved, but you should do something in tech because it's only going to get way. bigger. Seems and, that way. And it's a likely moneymaker. But you also have to be, well, smart. Not saying you aren't. Yeah. I really don't know who you <laughs> no, are. No, you may be a tremendous coder. We have no idea. And, but if you can do something with that, then yeah, you should do something with that. Uh, what is... Or work in beer. Everybody likes beer. Also that, yeah, you know what? The, the craft industry in here is huge. Yeah. There's more stuff to do than just, you know, front of house. So. Do something with beer. Yeah. Uh, what is a secret that you have not told each other because you're either ashamed... Or afraid. Now is your time to come clean. I don't think I've. I'm pretty sure I told you everything that. I've got one. I've got one for you. Okay. And I'm not sure how you're going to take it. Oh, here we go. And I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the rest of your day here. Oh, but I'm going to tell you God. something. I didn't really like the sausage that you put in the breakfast sandwich this morning. Oh, really? It was too thick. It was weird. I Damn didn't like it. it very much. They were yeah. new sausages. I know. I know. I bought I them just for you. I know. I know. I uh, I didn't like it very much. Mm. Yeah, so I'm sorry to say that. A little heavy. I thought this was going to be your uh, your secret. Oh, it didn't work. Oh, 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 oh I you, can't believe that. Just, the computer I, you, froze again. Lucy just moved the ball on you there, Charlie uh, Brown. I can't, that was going to be really funny too. I bet it was. I got to restart the computer now. Uh, is Disney World a people trap operated by a big mouse? Yes. Okay. Uh, if you're looking at a house that's for sale, do you snoop through the cupboards and cabinets and dressers and? Fridge, oh, I, et I open everything. Yeah, not the dressers. I'm not opening the dressers because I don't give. That's a I'm their. Not, pro- that's their stuff. Yeah, the dresser isn't coming, but the ca- the the cupboards and everything mm-hmm. that's there. Yeah, going oh, in. Hundred percent mm-hmm. the closet. Absolutely. Yeah. That was the one thing I didn't get to do. Like it, it's kind of a blessing because we didn't spend a bunch of Saturdays going to like open houses and all that kind of stuff. Because I know that can be a real drag. But on the other side of it, it was just like. That's the house you bought, and there's your keys, and hope they work. And then you go, and it's like, okay, everything looks all right here. And then and then you start to find the little wrinkles afterwards. Uh, last one for you. If you could control the environment, what would your ideal permanent weather be? I would... Like, what's your, what's your, what's your temperature? Like, what's your comfort zone? It is, it's, it's almost what we have now, just a little less hot. Yeah, I'm looking later on this week. There's a couple of days where it's like the like I think Friday, daytime high, Thursday the same. Daytime high 23, cools down to about 15 overnight. Like that, maybe a little breeze in there. That's right in the sweet spot for for me. My wife just texted that she also hates the new sausages that I bought. She hates them too? She just texted that, yeah. Chelsea knows. <sighs> what do I Throw them out. What all right, you got to eat them all yourself. Somebody come to my house. There's going to be a bunch of frozen <laughs> yeah. sausages. I'm going to patty cookout. Oh. Silver and brown on 97.7 Hits FM. Carl, 
you just started oh an insane sausage controversy I in the thought, marriage group chat. I thought this was an innocuous, like, it'll be funny because you and I talked on air. You, were, you asked me earlier about, you know, what you think about it. And I was like, it was, it was okay. It was not. So anybody who's not. Uh, ask the question anybody, again. Anybody who's not a daily listener to the show. About twice a week, Soper will make me a breakfast sandwich. Usually yes. Monday, Wednesdays, sometimes Fridays. And it's usually like a sausage and egg on an English muffin. And you bought some some different sausages this week. A uh, text came in during open mic. Uh, it was from, I think it was from Pigeon Mike. And we have now opened a Pandora's box here. Mm. Mike asked, what's a secret you haven't told each other because you're ashamed or afraid? And I said, Mike, my, my secret is I did not really like the sausage that you that the you made for us. Breakfast the, sandwich, the breakfast sandwich yeah the the sausage patty was not to my to my liking they're new breakfast sausages yep. that i bought and the reason i bought them because mm. my wife just texted and said i agree with carl the sausages yeah. suck yeah <laughs> the whole reason i bought the sausages was because months ago i had bought them before and my wife was like oh i really like these so when I was back at the store, I was like, oh, it's the sausages that my wife likes. Better scoop these up. So then I make them for her on the weekend. She's like, oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> so And then and then my wife outs me. Yeah. Because I, I didn't say that I didn't finish it. And she throws it in the group chat. I was wondering why it was sitting off to the side of Carl's plate. You didn't even finish it. I didn't finish it. I ate the English muffin and I ate the egg, but I took the sausage. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. All right. It's out there now. We all know. You could have just told me. No. <laughs> you could have just told me. I was going to do the same thing again on Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah, whatever you mean. I... Don't even make me bring up the conversation we had earlier. Okay. <laughs> I've got you lying to me. I got my wife lying to me. Well, Your somebody just tell me the truth. <laughs> just tell me the truth. I'll tell you the truth. It's not good. Oh, good. Thank you. It's not a good sausage. Thank you. And I, I would rather have the egg and peanut butter set up than you, the sausage again. You faked it. My wife faked it. We care about you. Why doesn't anybody like my sausage? We care about you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Not to hurt your feelings. This is you her spend, fault. I know you spent money on these things. I don't want to hurt your feelings. It's nice enough that you make me a sandwich in the morning. Chels had to out me and say I didn't eat the thing. This is... All my wife's fault. <laughs> she like, literally is sitting here right now, just texted and said, yeah, last time I probably just didn't tell you the truth because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Well, now look what's happened, Chelsea. <laughs> she just texted the group chat that there's so many left. There is. Like, it came with like 16 in the pack. Oh, no. That's too many. <laughs> oh, boy. If I show up with a breakfast sandwich for you and one of them's in there, it means I'm mad at you. Look at Pigeon Mike. What have you done? What have you done? <laughs> All right. I need a second to cool down. Stop faking it. Okay? Never. Let's be honest about my sausage. <laughs> Sabbath 97.7 hits FM with the Soper and Brown Show. Somebody said, War Pigs? Who's, uh, who's over <clears throat> in the bathroom? No. Nobody's in the bathroom. I was just, just trying to uh, wipe my tears away. I'm trying to rebuild bridges here. <laughs> the sausage thing has me wrecked. Podcast day will be called Sausage of Lies. <laughs> Your wife outing you, saying you oh, finish it. God. You know, Why'd you have to bring that up? Or last week, last yeah. week, yeah. I wish I could get the audio. Carl on the show saying, I think people should just eat whatever. 
I don't think yeah. people should have things they don't like. Mm-hmm. You should just eat it. <laughs> I said you should just shut up and eat it. Yeah. Did you eat the sausage, Carl? Well, I had had two bites of it. And then? I didn't like it. <laughs> but I didn't put a wall up before I tried it. That's the key. Yeah. it's good. I've tried ketchup. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. should try it again once in a while. should dip back in once in a while. Different okay. kinds. Different different brands. Oh, then Un, unsweetened. And then every two months, I'll do that. Then you have to eat one of those sausages. Deal. No, Carl. Deal. <laughs> wasn't that bad. Was, you know me. I'm not a big. I'm not a big eater in the morning. It was too thick. It was too much. You knew it was too much. You knew when you served it. You weren't confident. I could feel it. Actually, no. I was fine. I just. I, I just wanted to know because it was new. I wanted to when know you what handed you it over this morning. I sensed doubt. That's not even true at all. <laughs> that was because we just saw a skunk. That's right. Again, Actually, yeah, again, <laughs> again in your neighborhood. Again this morning, our friend Jeff the skunk. What if you had never said anything and I just kept bringing you those sausages? I would have just eaten them. Got over it. What a waste! No, I would have eaten them. Well, I know, but like, why I just not? didn't feel like it today. Mike's asking, would that question have won me golf passes? Mike, it's not important right now. <laughs> Mike, we're in the middle of something. You have to come get these sausages, Mike. You've created a rift. Actually, tomorrow on the show, during best question, we'll give away. We give the away the pack of sausages. The, remain- <laughs> the remaining 14 sausages. Yes. Patties. Yes. Oh, my God. Somebody said, just feed them to your kids. They didn't, they didn't like them either. <laughs> Who does like these things? I thought they were fine. Do you like them? Yeah, they were fine. Fine. Yeah. yeah. They were. They, fine. I I like the other ones better, but yeah, I ate it. Yeah. More than you can say. You know what the real story was? Is I had a leftover apple fritter from Tim's no, in the fridge. The real story is I, I have a thick sausage. I ate that instead. <laughs> Allison Chains, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. It is the Soper and Brown show. Sorry, the Soper and Liar show. Mm-hmm. Sausage and brown. <laughs> mm, sounds delicious. Mm, it does. Some kind, All right. of, some kind of an English breakfast. What did we learn on the show today, pal? We must sausage and brown. Uh, we found the lizard. Well, not you and I specifically, but somebody found the lizard. The, the, great, the, the water monitor that was missing in Hamilton for well over two months. Turns out he snuck into a three-inch gap under the front desk and has been quietly existing in the desk for... True. Sometime since June, mid June, living in a desk. There's worse ways to live, I guess. He pulled a George Costanza. <laughs> he did. He did the nap desk. And he just stayed there. <laughs> he didn't come out. Uh, we learned that a very valuable porn collection was destroyed in Michigan, resulting in a thirty thousand dollar judgment awarded against a man's parents. Yeah. It's a gentleman who was 43 years old, was going through a divorce, and as a large adult son will do, he moved back home with his parents. Brought with him 12 boxes of pornography, toys, Lord knows what else, and then moved to his new home in Indiana, assuming his parents would send his boxes once he was settled. They did not. They destroyed them. It's weird. And he took them to court. On so many levels. He should have been more clear about what he wanted to do with the boxes. The parents probably shouldn't have thrown him away. Yeah. But just, like, let's just, let's wipe all that away. And let's just say this sentence. You sued your parents because they threw away your porn. Yeah. That's really You got to live with that for the rest of your life. You do. Do you start back? 
No. Do you start back from ground zero? I don't think so. We learned about the McDonald's surprise that's coming tomorrow. The thing they said that everybody's been asking for. I've actually got a spoiler for you. A day ahead right. here. If, yes. If you don't like surprises, I got a I got an email from a source who works for. I'll just say they work for a company that delivers your mail. Okay. How's that? And <laughs> I think we all know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. They sent me a photo of what's on the McDonald's uh, direct mailer that's going to be in your mailbox tomorrow. We're looking at some spicy nuggets. Oh, hell yeah. Spicy buffalo dipping sauce. Okay. I'm looking at the coupon right now. And how many are we going to eat in 10 minutes? We're not going to eat any in 10 oh. minutes. We're not doing this. Oh, okay. We're not We're not having a competition okay. on this. Just checking. Yeah. Uh, mostly we learned that uh, I don't fancy your sausage. You fancy me sausage. <laughs> I don't fancy your sausage. Not the new one anyways. I like the old sausage. Yeah. You try something. You try to spice it up, you know? You try something new in the relationship. Look what happens. The standard was set. The Everything moral, was fine. The moral of the story is don't try and do anything nice for anybody, folks. Well, I mean, that's the moral of the show. <laughs> it's know, the moral know, of your show. We know that's not how I live my life, Carl. You gotta stop trying to help folks. You know that's not how I live my life. <laughs> I'm out here dying to help people, and they'll look what only, happens. I'll only let you down, just like today. Because you didn't like my trade that I offered you last week in fantasy? I countered. I could have eaten the whole sausage if I wanted to. I wanted to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's up next. We'll try and get back to this tomorrow. Carl? Hey, Carl? Your mic's off. Can't even say anything. There you go. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice. Keeps on calling. Broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.